Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hey, no name-calling here. Just differing opinions going head-to-head. With Counterpoint. Here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. Hello there, 821 here on this Friday. We've got Gabbing, and all of a sudden I'm like, hey, we're on air. Oh, look, we're supposed to talk. So we're going to talk. we got our Counterpoint, which, of course, is brought to you by our friends over at Pizzaville. Perfect night for a pizza. Get one. You can call 416-736-3636 or head on over to pizzaville.ca. We got Kim Wright, who's in the house, principal over at Wright Strategies. Hello there. Hello, and it is a great night for pizza. I may oh, do that. Every night's after. a great night for pizza. Don't worry about that. And Anthony Fury, SunPost media columnist and national comment editor. Hello, hello to you both. Hello, hello, hello. Um, you know, we were just talking about the topic of China, and uh, with a with a with a guy who's got a far bigger brain than me, talking about food terrorism and the supply chain and that. But um, we'll move it over to, to Justin Trudeau because I know you've covered this a lot, uh, Anthony. I'm glad I wanted to to talk to you about it, but. Just Justin Trudeau saying, you know, Canada's approach to dealing with China, it's working. He has nothing to show for it. Um, You know, we've got food exports being blocked. We've got Canadians being tortured. We've got a a liberal MP scooping up ice cream and bragging about Canadians doing business in China. And China's laughing at us because they can. Do you believe that the approach is working? No, we haven't seen any evidence of that so far. You know, Alex, history goes to the first mover. History goes to the active participant, not the passive participant. And China is the one that is doing things, that has forward movement. We're going to do this to you. We're going to do that to you, this and that. And it's mounting. Now we get to the point where it's been six months that these guys have been detained. And and let's call it what it is right now. These guys are effectively hostages. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what's going on. If this was just a couple weeks or something, okay, you proved your point. This thing is continuing. And what have we done in response? Zero, nada, zip, zilch. Now, Conservative leader Andrew Scheer, he's obviously partisan, he wants to win the next election, so he puts forward these strong ideas, which I support all of them, which is uh, filing complaints against the World Trade Organization, withdrawing from the Asian Investment Infrastructure Bank, which is China's uh, plan to sort of get rid of the World Bank and the IMF, sort of take over global finance. I agree with all of that, but if, if you don't care for Scheer, if you want to go nonpartisan route, take what a lot of ex-diplomats, a lot of academics, they have all called for forward action on this. you got to do something, because... If I mean, there's two schools of thought. Some people think this is a hiccup, and we just got to get over this hiccup, and then we mm. can go back to free trade and go back to... It's not going to happen. We're in a new terrain. And the other people are saying, the other school of thought is that we need a reset in how we interact with this rising global hegemon. Mm-hmm. The, the Western world needs a reset. And that's I hope that's where Trudeau's thinking cap is going this summer. Well, and, and as my last guest, John, pointed out, you know, we're going into an election. China knows that very well. They've got the upper hand. They're just going to keep doing this. Um, And, of course, he brought up the whole issue of, you know, you've got to diversify. We have not diversified any trade. I mean, we just have not taken advantage of the time to to build other quarters to say, China, bite me. Get lost. You know what? Go go do your things. We've got nothing. They've got us by the cojones. Well, and this is what's been fascinating about watching the evolution of how Canada plays on the world stage. You know, if you look back to where John Cretchen was, they really were doing that diversification. But to go back to the current prime minister... 
if he thinks this is working, what would be not working? Because <laughs> I don't want to know. I, mean, uh, I, I, I realize, you know, I'm a bit of a comic book nerd. I like Bizarro World, but gee, my goodness, this is not working. This is nowhere close to working. We haven't had an ambassador to China in months. Uh, we haven't, and and frankly, we had Ambassador McCallum, who not sure he was entirely uh, up to the task of taking on a global superpower. That's like so many China. scandals ago. We've all I forgotten know. about that. But but we haven't fixed that scandal of we don't have a full ambassador to China. So all of the problems at the G20, all of the backroom shenanigans, all of the trade problems we're having. Not having an active diplomatic core that can make those deals, have those conversations, be at the table is problematic for Canada. But and we had a Liberal MP dishing up ice cream with, <sighs> by the way, a fairly experienced senator, uh, uh, Peter, um, what's his last name? Uh, skip to skip. I mean, look, they can dish. Is it Peter Hart? Is it Peter Hart? Peter Hart, the government yeah, I mean, leader in the Senate, who he, he had previously knows. played senior roles with Canada-China Business Association. Which, which begs so. the question, did he think it was a good idea to scoop up ice cream and, and talk about it on Twitter? I mean, but, but what he did think is he's part of that old guard mentality. Jean Chrétien is the guy who's floating the idea that maybe we should uh, just release Meng Wanzhou. And there's a lot of well, and, Peter you know, Harder, Chrétien, the Demaray family. I mean, they all say, look, look it's all no, about the cash. we right. we got to keep this relationship going. And I think, Alex, at the end of the day, I mean, I, I, I agree with what Kim's saying, but the challenge with the classic, you know, diplomats on the ground and stuff, that's kind of like regular regular relations. And we're not going to be in a regular relationship with China. I think things are going to have to cool. They're going to have to frosty over in the next 10, 20 years, at least frosty compared to what we wanted them or to be. Or just revoke bail. Well, Let's just revoke bail of Ms. You want to play with us? We'll play with you. Yeah, I mean, look, you can dish up whatever scoops of ice cream you want. We have a diplomatic problem. We have a trade problem. We have a governance problem. We've got uh, a prime minister who's more concerned about his socks and selfies than he is about what we're actually doing on the world stage as a G7 leader. I think it is time that he has a rethink if he wants to continue on in this job. Mm. Uh, and and every one of the main party leaders needs to have a better answer on what to do with China going into this election, or we're going to continue to have to, you know, let the Americans hold our water yeah. or somebody else. And that is not good for Canada. Well, let's talk a little bit about another problem. And this one is uh, Lisa McLeod under fire again. This time, as you know, unleashing this profanity-laced attack on the owner of the Ottawa Sens during the Rolling Stones show. It's just one stumble after another, you know. Lisa McLeod's a very tough minister. She's got a lot of experience. She's also got a very big mouth. And, you know, it, when you can make Eugene Melnick look like the uh, sympathetic character, you've really achieved something. Um you know, Ford, though, is standing behind this minister, um, and she doesn't dispute that this incident happened. Should he be standing behind her? Uh, he should be, one, as he has been, which is calling Eugene Melnick, but also he needs to get his minister uh, a bit better in line. She is not hockey mom minister. <laughs> she is not, you know, a regular Suns fan who's kind of grumpy with the way Melnick has run his team. She is the minister of culture and tourism and sport. She has a higher obligation. She was at that concert, not as a concert goer, but in her capacity as minister. Mm -hmm. The 
anytime you frankly start a statement with, do you know who I am? Uh, it doesn't generally work. And, and it was you know? bleep, 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 bleep. You know, uh, no. I don't. All of the rest of that, I mean, but do you know who I am? I'm your minister and you're a bleep and bleep. Like, come on. You're a minister. This is not your first day. This is not your first concert, presumably. I mean, she started off in this position because of the autism file. She got moved over here. Day one job for this minister of culture, which is essentially, you know, lots of ribbon cutting and events. Mm -hmm. She canceled Canada Day at Queen's Park. (laughs) This has not been a good couple of weeks for Minister McLeod. I think she needs to take a breath, Mm. hang out with her family, hang out with her friends, recalibrate, recalibrate because she's making those people who have said she is uh, a loose cannon and she shouldn't be the face of this government. She's making them, you know, not altogether wrong at this point. Well, what she's done is continued the distractions for this government. And I'm sick and tired of waking up to these headlines going, Jesus, like, honestly, get it in check. She has. Some headlines, though, are amplified more than others. And one that I think deserved a little bit more attention was the actual criminal harassment that Lisa McLeod has been on the receiving end of. Absolutely horrible stuff. So let's say Lisa McLeod is saying all these bad things. The public thinks that the response is for them to one-up that and be, you know, basically call and say death threats to her in the middle of the night, but which, that's why which she is has to what know. woman She knows, though, she has doing. to be better. That's the thing, though. She knows Absolutely. that, you know, Absolutely. she'll get more media scrutiny than, let's say, the liberals. She, they know and, and it's government. unfair. There's a lot going on there. I mean, she was, she is one of the more urban, progressive uh, people. She carried the flame as sort of the more sure. urban, progressive female in the PC party uh, for a number of years as that more moderate voice. And we talk a big game about bullying. We talk a big game about women in politics and so forth. And then when this happens, everybody says, all right, we'll pile on Lisa McLeod and so but, forth. So and, it, and, it doesn't and excuse It doesn't excuse it, especially be, forgetting this incident, but also keeping in mind, I mean, now Minister McLeod, when she was opposition McLeod, did nothing to stop the bullying uh, and the you know, homophobic and anti-women comments around former Premier Wynne. Sure, it didn't get this bad, though. I mean, the law law did not get involved. McLeod has had her share. It's been ugly, but... It certainly did. And there was no, you know, nobody was saying, hey, maybe, you know, I I don't remember Elmac standing in front of crowds going, hey, guys, tone this down. I think we all have a moral responsibility, and I've said that on this show repeatedly, we need to dial this down. Well, bring People, the honor back to honorable. Like, honestly, I'm right. sick of all of them. Get off Twitter. Stop talking. Do your goddamn jobs. I, I, I'm at that point. I don't care who it is. Just do your bloody jobs. I agree. Stop canceling holidays. Thank you. All right. Let's take a quick pause there, and we'll pick up the rest of the day's headlines, uh, including these political appointments. We'll do the federal appointments and the uh, provincial appointments, because apparently some are okay and others are not. We'll do that when we come back here on CounterPoint, which is brought to you by our friends over at Pizzaville. You can either go online to pizzaville.ca or call them at 416-736-3636. I'm Alex Pearson. This is On Point on Global News Radio. I'm now the Minister of Cheers. Hey, no name calling here. Just differing opinions going head to head. With CounterPoint. Here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. 8.35 here on this Friday. we got Kim Wright and we've got Anthony... Far- uh, I almost called you Anthony Farnell. Anthony... Uh, I'll get it right. Anthony Fury here uh, for the second 
Second half of Counterpoint, which of course is brought to you by our friends at Pizzaville at 4167-3636, or you can go to their website, pizzaville.ca. Uh, the fallout, of course, continuing over the appointments. And so there's a couple of different stories. We've got more fallout of Doug Ford on the French uh, patronage appointments. This document uh, obtained by iPolitics shows that the proposed budget for this now uh, shut down transformation office, which I don't even know what the hell that is, uh, was more than $2.2 million. Uh, Peter Fenwick, the connection of French who was hired, now fired, had been appointed to run this thing for a nice uh, $325,000. And the documents lay out that it was an office that would give 11 full-time positions, all of which started at $100,000. Some of the salaries were quite quite lovely. And now it's just kind of closed up. And uh, there's nothing to show for it. But but Anthony, this is just uh, crushing the Ford brand. And part of the problem with it, and brand is the right way to put it. So Donald Trump campaigns on draining the swamp. He gets into office, and then we see all these news reports saying, oh, Donald Trump's not doing well getting into government because there's 2,000 positions that he hasn't even filled. And a year goes by. Mm -hmm. And then two years goes by. And they realize, wait a second, he's just not planning to fill these positions. And he says, screw it. You know, this is part of my plan. I want to atrophy all these government posts. Meanwhile, you got Doug Ford, who he didn't say drain the swamp, but similar sort of idea going up against the political establishment. And what we have instead is these new rand, all appointments being filled, some of them with these Dean French associates, and then something like this, new swampy sounding positions being created. So again, it's just another deeply disappointing story. Alex, these should be 24-hour news stories, and they are, mm-hmm. but there's one every 24 hours. There's one every 24 hours. And meanwhile, you've got these appointments... And yet, the, what's more egregious, and I don't like patronage appointments, period, so let me make that clear. But then at the federal level, you've got these five questionable appointments uh, with very, very close ties to Dominic LeBlanc. Um, and and you've got Mr. Trudeau, who's doubling down in support. And Democracy Watch is saying, no, no, we want a full investigation, because at the very least, there's a conflict of interest here. And yet, Mr. Trudeau is fine, because these are merit-based well, why, why is there not the same outrage? There should be the same outrage, uh, especially when they started to have to have um, uh, donations to the Liberal Party. It's one thing when you're talking about the LeBlanc family in and uh, you know in in Atlantic Canada, frankly, has been a dominant player there. Knowing them is different, but even if you looked back at SNC, who was supposed to be the integrity commissioner that was supposed to investigate? Oh, right, the, I think mm. it was the sister-in-law of Dominic mm-hmm. LeBlanc. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Dominic is a good guy to know. There, I mean, he is the the he is also. And she's still with the ethics commissioner. Course, she right. works and, there as a senior she, lawyer. She just recuses he herself. Is, in fact, <laughs> he himself is a longtime family friend of the Trudeaus because of Romeo LeBlanc, the former. Uh, governor general so all of this is a whole stormy mess of things but on the dean french side of things the premier has to start taking some responsibility yes you hire well, people he to has do- he has act- yeah. and said i'm gonna fire these people and yeah. he has done it More than sure. Trudeau. She's sure. done a hell of a lot more than Trudeau. Okay, but, you know, it also usually requires some massive investigative front page before he's actually gotten to the bottom of this. He, They have known about these hirings. They have known it. There has been rumors circulating around Queen's Park basically from day one. But some of them but are this, qualified. I mean, we so, can't sit here and say that every you, appointment's not everyone, not... Not everyone should be fired. Much no. like I didn't think that all of the people who got appointed to those... Um, those stakeholder engagement, go drum up business uh, 
programs mm-hmm. in the U.S. Th- some of them, uh, Jag, who used to be the head of the PC party, very qualified to go. I don't think they let him go, though. I, I think, think there were a couple that I they think kept. he he and he and Earl Provo, who is also really good about drumming up business and very did an ex- a very experienced people keep the people who no. it makes sense. But we're so egregiously patronage and pay for play. And you used to be a friend of Dean. It, they need to clean that up, and they need to start cleaning this up fast. Well, they, they are cleaning and, it. And they more, are. But more importantly, they need to be seen to do it, not dragged kicking and screaming by the media every day. Yeah, and 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 but but bottom line, I mean, at least he's getting rid of it because because what's happening at the federal level is just nothing but cronyism. Period. Yeah, and for Trudeau to be so defiantly, well, there's nothing to see here, folks. It was like on day one of Lavscam dropping, yeah. where he called it fake news, and then it all came out, and he acknowledged uh, a degree of the truth, but never apologized. I don't know what's with the prime minister and inability well, to apologize he knows he won't get called on to anything. He has, he, but he doesn't apologize for anything that's happened but in the last two centuries. <laughs> like he's, been, he's only at two, I think, maybe the early 1900s at this point. Maybe it's like a time, his, he's like a Doctor Who figure. He only will, you know, go back and. <laughs> time and I, I make wish, amends. I, frankly, I wish, I wish his uh, screwdriver would uh, fix some uh, more things than, uh, than it has been if he's really a Doctor Who fan. But but the bottom line look, is he doesn't get held to account. He no. knows that he can rag the puck on these things and, and it's it's summer. There's no question period. Who's going to challenge him? Because everyone's on Kawhi Watch. <laughs> And so, you know, some of these things, you know, we talk about them on talk radio. It starts to percolate. I start to hear about these things on the barbecue circuit. Uh, Certainly more... Uh, the the friends of Dean because some of it was so egregious, but I don't think it's as. I I think I got to be honest. I I was grossed out by the Dean French stuff. I'm frankly just beyond. But also keep in mind, like yes, they fired this guy from the transformation office, who Mm. they should probably not have hired in the first place. He had a pretty good resume, but but also and created this whole program. Now they're going to have to have the severance packages. So we're actually Mm. not any further ahead. And what have we gotten for it? So I, I think this is where we start to need to have. Some some of the people in the premier's office, Jamie Wallace and others, who need to step up and start thinking what is the value proposition and how do we get in front of this chaos? But again, patronage appointments are not new, and 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 Ford's getting in trouble with it because he said he wouldn't do them. But again, the liberals are no one. They 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 should just sit down and shut. Kim makes the right distinction though, because say a guy like Earl, I mean, we have our broader sort of political communities, and it's a small pond. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be taking from those people you already know. That's okay. Are you taking them because they contribute to your campaign, because they're your sister-in-law, and so forth? That's the no-no. Just because you know it can't just you're not taking random resumes from a desk. It's someone within your your circle, and that's okay. But the LeBlanc stuff, that's, and the, the LaCrosse player stuff. Oh, did you donate enough? Did you donate enough? Oh, look, they give a nice little $800,000 donation. We'll take them. Great. Okay. All right. I got to leave it on that note, but I thank you both very much for sharing your Friday with me. Always much appreciated, Miss Kim Wright. Always a pleasure. And you as well, Mr. Anthony Thank Curry. you. Appreciate it. And this, of course, has been brought to you by our friends over at Pizzaville. Head on over to pizzaville.ca or call them up, 416-736-3636. On point on Global News Radio. You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio.